Another episode here, Three Point Stance, Kyle Turley, King Dunlap. We're going to get into it today. Give you what's on our mind from the three-point perspective, from the trenches. <laughs> Down and dirty, right? That's right. How we doing today, man? Doing good, man. I'm going to give a shout out to you for the graphic. Um, Uh-oh. You know. Didn't realize my, my man was into the graphic design thing, man. Art major. Yeah. Art major. Art, Art major. major. Yeah. yeah. Big time. <laughs> I Big did, time. Had to do something, San Diego State. Right? Makes sense. I had to do something. I was not a student, man. Were you a student? I was. I didn't have a choice. But yeah. um, Let's get into it, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first question. Were you a student at college? <laughs> I mean, I, gra- I graduated. So, yeah. Um, did you? You know, you got yeah, the degree. I graduated uh, from wow. Auburn. Yeah, I did. So you know, it's uh, just growing up in household. You know, if you didn't have the grades, you didn't play. So yeah. Um, but you know, you get to a certain level and you realize, you know, school like that, what you're there for. Yeah, I didn't have um, that pressure, man. Nobody went to college. Well, my parents went to college, but didn't do anything with it. So yeah. there was no pressure. Yeah. yeah. But no, man, you know, you get to, especially SEC school, man, you know, you realize, yeah, you're a student athlete, but, um, you know, you spend way more time on the athletic side than the, um, than the student side. But I did, I graduated, like I said, I was my, my dad wanted that, and I know. Um, what was your you degree? Know, it's education. Education? Education. So yeah. did you go to class? Sure. <laughs> sure. I was, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I went to class. Yeah. See, that was my thing. I was like, what do I do? I, I, I first got sucked into uh, trying to be a major with all the other guys in, like, uh, political science. Yeah. Regular students. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, where you're sitting in the big auditorium. Yeah. There's, like, 100, the 200 halls. people, yeah, right? So it's easy to, you know, look over somebody's shoulder, you know, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, get that grade. And uh, that was a good track for for a while and then uh, they actually I wanted to originally do the art thing because uh, I was always an artist um, how was did they have a yeah. good good school of art out there at state San or? Diego State has an amazing art school okay. yeah it's probably the best thing about San Diego State that you don't hear about is their art program their art program is incredible man I learned how to do everything mm-hmm. we're down there I mean I'm at school and I'm learning how to weld I'm learning how to oh yeah yeah oh yeah I got all kinds of cool stuff I made uh, made this killer football helmet piece that's in my yard it just that's follows dope. me <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I didn't know it got that deep as far as like art school I never yeah. um, you know the kind of art thing I did the closest thing to that was my dad um somehow managed to play in the band in high school. He would play in the first half and then go march with the band at halftime when he played in high school. So what did he, he play? Trombone. Okay. But he would sing, dance. He did a lot of that music stuff. That kind of um, – I played trombone in middle school, um, hated it. Um, the music thing, I just felt like it skipped me and went to my brother and sister. Um, but, you know, he did it, so I tried it for a while. I got it. So I said, I, can, I understand music. You know, I was able to love And why was that? Music. Why was that? What, what was it about, you know, just – I mean, it just was – I just, it, just, I just struggled. Yeah, yeah, just struggled keeping up, you know, pitch yeah. and tone. Did you ever hit the note where you're like, I got it? 
I did a few times, um, <laughs> but the majority of the time it was a struggle. Um, and, you know, being somebody that wants to be good at just about yeah, everything, right. it was tough. So I did it. Like I said my dad, he did it, so I tried it. And, you know, I did it, you know, it was more so for him than myself. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, that artistic thing kind of skipped, um, which is fine. Like I said, you know, we don't get to pick yeah. our, our DNA and our genetics. But I get it. Like I said, if you somebody is good at it and you can do it, I mean, it's one of the, it's, it, to me, it's still a very, very impressive um, Art, music, whatever it is, that that kind of you know, it was great, thing. man. It's I, a talent. I enjoyed it. It, yeah. it got me through college, period. You know, because I, I wasn't going to class, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, at first I was because Al Luganville was this coach uh, who recruited me, and that was the guy who was there with Marshall Falk, okay. and so I'm there. And this, you know, he's real strict on class. Get right. there. If you're late a second, you got Dawn Patrol and you're running. Yeah. You know, gassers, your yeah. bear crawls for 100 yards. Yeah. I mean, crazy stuff. So, you know, he's got a guy at every door, yeah. you know, checking class. I, I, had, I, I was late one time ever. <laughs> I never did it again because yeah. I was I had to be up the next day, five in the morning, yep. running. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so horrible, man. Those punishment so. workouts, man. They they yeah. definitely it's you know it, I building discipline, but those punishment workouts. But then you'd have guys like I don't know if you had guys on your team, but guys that would you know kind of be late and go like the punishment workout was easy for them. Like they'd go do it and sure, yeah, like it was nothing. I like, enjoyed it actually. Afterwards, it was great to get up. You know, it always is after you work out, right? You feel good. No. You feel better. I don't know. No. That was me. I always felt better. But yeah. I knew I didn't want to do that. Right. I would rather sleep in. Right. I'm still a freshman here. Yeah. 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 So I had to figure out, you know, what it was <laughs> I was, was going to do. And then they uh, also, when I first got into college, they weren't going to pay for art supplies. So I had a full scholarship. Yeah, I had a full scholarship. I have a real trippy uh, full scholarship uh, story from San Diego State okay. that spans from them not uh, paying for my art supplies. Uh, so... I can't be an art major. I'm a son of a truck driver, five kids, like just divorced. Like there's no money. My parents maybe have a thousand bucks in their bank account at at any given time. And so I'm like in this position where, all right, okay, I have to figure something else out. So that's how I go down this road of political science and all the, what what is everybody else majoring in? And then two years into college, they come back at us and say, the counselors are people working with the team and they say, Kyle, they're going to let you, uh, they're going to pay for, a scholarship's going to pay for art supplies now. And you know why? It was because they had a petition. Do you know Jamal Duff? Jamal Duff was, uh, uh, I think, what's his name in Dodgeball? Uh, the big, huge black guy in Dodgeball that's Ben Stiller's bodyguard. Oh, uh, Michelle, the big, Michelle. yeah, yeah, Michelle. yeah. That's Jamal Duff. That's my boy from San Diego State. No way. He was a defensive end when I got there. Yeah, I heard he, I heard he played. He played I, for the Raiders. I heard he used to play, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He played for the Raiders for yeah. a bit. Um, great guy, man. Unbelievable, but an amazing artist. Amazing. Like, this dude can just draw you sitting here right now in like 10 minutes, man. It would be an incredible drawing of you. Uh, so, he, you know, we had some artists on the team, and he was fighting for it. And then this other cat, Darcel Glover, who was the brother of Leroy Glover. And right. uh, Darcel was an architect. So, you know, same thing. Right. They came back, petitioned NCAA, I guess, agreed. And uh, we kind of changed the rule. Uh, awesome. For artists to be able at San Diego State, for in general, uh, I think it was a, an, an NCAA, uh, uh, you know, resolution that they'd pay for art supplies now if an if an athlete wants to be an art major. Well, I mean, if you're yeah, on, if you're pretty on, cool, right? If you're on full scholarship, they're supposed to pay for your school. They're supposed to pay. This for This stuff's expensive, though. 
<laughs> you're talking about I mean, they could it, was, it wasn't oh, like they man. couldn't afford it though like yeah it's, it's, but, but like books are like you know right. nothing to them they're getting that printed off uh, right. you talk about a CAD program for an architect mm. class right. or you talk about paints Ooh, right. dude, and then yeah, so you're you talking about the welding paints? yeah and Ooh, welding and all that expensive. stuff yeah kind of canvases yeah, metal yeah. <laughs> you're buying yeah. steel now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not buying books and everything's right. charged off yeah, weight yeah it adds up yeah mm-hmm. but I mean but I still feel like I said, if you're especially yeah. if you're an athlete and you're on full scholarship I mean yeah. that's yeah. But that's awesome that they came back and changed it. Um, and your boy, so you, that's, that's your boy, yeah. man. Big, um, yeah, Jamal, man, Jamal. Uh, amazing, amazing artist, man. And then now he's just incredible. He's done the, all the Hollywood stuff, all the movies he's been in. Yeah. You know, just San Diego State's got a lot of uh, athletes that, that went into TV, man. It was pretty cool. You got Fred Dreyer. You got Carl yeah. Weathers, yeah. Apollo Creed, yeah. like dude's playing yeah. San Diego State. I didn't find that it's out until I got till I got out there. I didn't know he went there either. Yeah. But you know, being out there, um, you know, so you, like I said, just finding out more stuff about the school, being state, yeah. being out there. That's that's dope, man. Um, yeah, they said them them changing the game for you guys, man. That's a big, um, you know, especially. Yeah. You know, for, for, like you said, for college guys, man, being on scholarship and, you know, it's... Well, it allowed me to be a student finally. Right. You know, for me, it was about finding the ability. I, I was cheating in every other class. <laughs> you <laughs> right. can't cheat in art. I mean, right. You know what I mean? You right. got to show up with your project and you right. got to go, there it is. Right. This is why. This, this is what, is what I, did. I did. This is how I did it. How this I did is it. why I did blah, it. Blah, right. blah, blah. You yeah. can't, you know, you can't do that. I mean, you got to, you know, Scantron, whatever. You can look over there. And go. Or, you <laughs> just, or you could just sit there like I used to and just go, C, 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 C. <laughs> and I tell you one thing with, with the Scantrons and the yeah. test, man, when those when those camera phones came out, man, it's just. It was you a, guys have I'll phones. Just, I'll just say it was a game changer. You have phones in college. Yeah. yeah, that's when they first they started putting the little cameras on the flip phones. We um, didn't have any then. That was. <laughs> I showed San Diego State, Marshall Falk, Darnay Scott, right? Yeah, they're the big ballers on the team. Okay, Darnay was a badass receiver. Um, we played the Bengals um, with uh, Keely Smith, mm-hmm. badass team man. And um, Darnay and Marshall, I seen him out there in the quad at San Diego State when I first get there. The brick phone. Yeah. The big the old school, the yeah. The old brick. Yeah. The old brick. Yeah, man. It was awesome. They had the old brick phone there out there putting it in a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> how how many how how much yeah. of a baggy pants situation did you have to have to put one of those in your pocket? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, That's what it was. Are, it was in. So we had so those were um man. for me, so this is the, like I said, this is that decade difference of us is those were toys. We uh, the the big brick cell phone was a toy. <laughs> yeah. We'd get them as a toy. You know, you push the buttons. Yeah, it, it would dial. Then it would kind of act like it was ring. But we had one of those as a um, as it was a life size. You know, it was like a real life size one. But for me, um, yeah, it was a toy as a kid growing up. So that's just kind of you know that the decade. You know, that decade of technology. Oh, I got drafted. Um, difference right when I was out ninety eight, and the the phone got smaller, and it was probably. Oh, God, still, though, as big yeah. as, like, this board right mm-hmm. here. And, you know, it was like this big brick with yeah. battery. <laughs> it was, like, so expensive, man. And it didn't yeah. work places, you know. Oh, yeah, no, dead spots were all you got to think about because those cell, yeah. you know, there's a cell tower every, you know, they're all over the place yeah. now. But back then there no, wasn't. Nothing. Yeah, you didn't have it's any wild, cell towers. So. When, when I grew up, like, I mean, and when you were even a kid, yeah. you still there was no, you know, connection yeah. except for that house phone. Landline, baby. Yeah, that was it. Old school landline, man. wild, man. To think now that, like, my parents were like, I'll just go play. Yeah. Just run out. We'll see yeah, you at dinner. Out, yeah, go out. We'll see y'all at dinner. Don't come back to the street lights. Come on. <laughs> Be careful. So um, crazy, You man. know, being outside and, you know, just yeah. you know, a stick in a rock and you, you know. So crazy. Outside all day. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's, it's just, like you said, it's difference in time and technology, man. 
it's great times. But, you know, things yeah. change. And, you were um, lucky, man. You got a, a, an opportunity to grow up or go through school with a yeah. little bit of technology. Yeah, I feel, like I, I feel like being born in 85, I came yeah. around around the right time. If you kind of came up in that era, because that's when technology really kind of started yeah. getting in the early stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, like I said the cell phones and then the upgradings of the video games and the graphics and, and stuff like that. So it was, um, like I said, I was. Were you a video? So when I was in college, it was still Nintendo, man. Yeah. And then Madden, Nintendo. then Madden came along. So but it was Tech Mobile. So before Madden, had, it was Tech Mobile. Yeah. So I, I, I was a big Nintendo. So we went from the Atari. I was big on Atari. My cousins. So I'm the oldest of my siblings, but my dad was the last one of his siblings to have kids. So. Of the cousins, me and my brother and my sister were the youngest ones. So all of my older cousins that were older were like older brothers and older sisters, even though I'm the oldest of mine. And so they had an Atari, and we would have, you know, being at grandma's house, um, we'd have a lot of battles playing ping on Atari, man. You'll be surprised how long you can play. <laughs> Two lines that go up and down I on know. each side yeah. and just something bouncing back and, and break forth. And right. just break out. Right. Play break out. All that, but that there. was yeah. So yeah. that yeah, it went from Atari and then Nintendo. When Nintendo came out, I was a big Nintendo. Um, you know Mario, and then Super Mario, and then Tech. Before Madden, it was Tecmo Bowl. Um, and when Bo Jackson. Was but when on. you were in college, yeah, oh, Bo Jackson. Yeah. 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 Bo but no, Jackson. in college, in college for me, yeah, in college we had. Um, <laughs> That's right, because it was Auburn, right? It was, no, Bo he was, Jackson. He was yeah. He went to Auburn. No, the 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 college one. That's the one we played in college. Oh, that's was, uh, you talking about? Uh, if you pick Bo Jackson, you were getting a thousand yards rushing every game. Every yeah. game. I think you're, you're talking about uh, game break. I think it was game. I don't know it was what game it was, breakers, but it was crazy. Yeah, it's been. But that was when been, he was at Auburn. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been so many. I mean, the but, college yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big Nintendo guy, and then college games. Yeah, but video. I mean, that's funny man. You know, like I said, just technology and. And stuff like that, but let's um, you know let's get into it. Let's get a little football talk. Um, like I said, yeah, yeah, this is a great segue. We yeah. have we, we're talking about evolution. We're right. talking about the uh, you know, separation here years that we've got, and um, you know we we want to talk in this show here three point stance. We, we we try to get into some topics here: football, family, money, and mind. Uh, you know what those things mean to us. We've got a couple things written down here. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. I mean, we were talking about evolution of uh, things, and uh, we've got the evolution here of O-line on the list. Yeah, man. You know, we're doing some uh, – King and I are doing some training right now. We're uh, out here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, shout out to Southside. Southside. Uh, Adam right. and Luke down at Southside Gym. Um, they're allowing us to use their gym um, to do our offensive line training stuff. Uh, we both, you know, come from – Got our own background of doing our own training, uh, you know, from middle school, high school kids. When he was out in San Diego, he was doing some. I've got mine here. Uh, trench Warfare. That's right, Trench for, Warfare. Uh, and Dynasty O-Line for myself um, is our individual um, kind of training programs. And we're putting together another program, uh, Three Point Performance. Uh, got some things coming up, putting together. Don't want to give too much info out there right now, but um, we're – Putting some stuff together, get some, you know, get no, some. No, man, we need to. You want to go ahead and put it out there? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah, so we're, we're putting together, uh, yeah, right. we the throw combine, it out there, yeah, man. man, let's put it out the combine training for offensive linemen guys coming out of college. You know, trying to get ready for the combine bowl game. I'm just trying to help these guys get to the next level, man. Like I said, between the two of us, we've got well over two decades of experience playing NFL football. So trying to put our minds together um, from the football side with Adam and Luke from the strength side, um, and, and get these guys better and ready to play at the next level. So that's our. Um, three-point performance is is our program. That's where three-point stance kind of came from, you know, for the podcast from that. And um, like I said, between us, I mean, we've got 
you know, like you said, over we each played nine plus years. Yeah, um, man, we got so. almost the same career. It's funny yeah. we talk, you know. So we've got a great perspective. I think we're going to be able to give the opportunity for any offensive lineman out there that is trying to take their game to the next level, especially you college guys trying to get to that combine and be prepared and yeah. execute when it's your opportunity. We've been there, and uh, from a first round to a seventh Seven round, round to you know. Uh, you know, vice versa, the whole right. flip script. I'm playing for league minimum at the end of my career. You're signing $30 million deals. You know, I did it first. You did it second. So yeah. we've got this whole perspective here, I think, that's uh, going to be quite valuable. And on top of that, we're still getting after it. King and I are out there training hard and, uh, you know, really still, appreciate still that. Still sore from – Yeah, you know, I'm we, sore we've as hell been right pretty, now, man. Yeah, we've been hitting it pretty <laughs> tough this week. It's um, yeah. still sore right now. we got to get um, it back, man, you know. we got to show these cats what's going on, you know. Yeah, man, I know my, a lot of my guys. Especially my high school guys, um, they, you know, they they keep trying. Oh, coach, you you know you you know you used to be this and this and that. You're not. I was like, man, listen, y'all y'all yeah. gonna make me mess around and get in a little shape and yeah, you know, because they they're getting a little like they're getting older now, so they're getting stronger. They're kind of pushing me around. You know, they push back a little bit. Isn't that so, funny? That whole yeah. lion thing, like yeah. when they see you weak, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. they come. But that's but that's man, you know, the they, hyenas they, right, come. Right? Yeah, man. You right. know, you know how it is, man. It's 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 kill or be killed up front. Um, and For like sure. you said, especially from. Um, I won't say we wouldn't play it in two different eras, but you know, with you kind of being a decade ahead, um, and me kind of coming in on the end of your career, um, that you know, I, I still I call that real football. I mean, they still technically yeah. play football now, but like I said, when you got in the league, and then like my first um, half of my career in the league, I mean, it's the physicality of the game has obviously yeah. changed. Um, for now, offensive linemen they could still kind of be, you know, still be the physical part of the game, but elsewhere, you know, the game has kind of changed. But I just know from the evolution of offensive line play from much, like say from your time to mine is, you know, when you came in, I mean, you know, they were still teaching the two hand straight punch, um, punch a guy, try to get your hands to his chest, punch with both hands to where now, I mean, having independent hands is, you know, probably the most important thing you can have as an offensive lineman is being able to use each hand. So that's just kind of how. Yeah, that's a huge evolution. Man. Yeah. Hand work. Yeah. We were talking about it. We, you know, when I was coming up, this guy Tunch Elkin, yeah. you know, and then you know from your era, then it was, uh, you know, guys like us that mm. you guys watched. We mm -hmm. got it from somewhere, right. you know. So there's this this evolution, but yet this knowledge that is kind of just it's just knowledge, right? That right. comes and goes. They're, you know, your dad's era, those right. eras of football, they yeah. had to block like yeah. this. You that's, know, that's why we tell him so like, how hard can it be to beat <laughs> offensive linemen? Yeah, he got his hands like this. He can't um, even touch you. But that just lets you know, it's like I said, just as far as like the moves and stuff back then, that D linemen were even doing themselves. You know the kind of evolution of the game, yeah. and then I know for me, like you said, watching you know guys like yourself, um, and then the guy you got drafted with that same year, Big Trey Thomas. You know, I got drafted That's to Philly, right. um, so I was behind him. So him and Big John, their their last year in Philly was my rookie year. Um, I was on IR, but being able to watch two veteran guys that were in year twelve or 13, you know they were ten years yeah. plus. Um, for me, it was a great. It was a blessing for me to be able to 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 see what it takes to play that long. Yeah. Like I literally watched everything they did like every day. It's like, okay, right. he does this, like both of them. And being able to have two guys like that um, to you know kind of look up to, learn from, um, and just kind of watch it and, and just see what they did to help them last so long. I know for yeah. me it had a lot to do with my, uh, my career. Like I said, shout out to Trey, Big John, all those guys, man. Jamal Jackson was there, Todd Harriman's. Um, What's crazy is that I w it would have been me 
<laughs> right. I was gonna say. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Look, get, let's get into that. I remember yeah. you, you told me that about that it's whole. It's so wild, man. The whole. So, uh, so King, King and I have some unique uh, uh, coincidences uh, that we've come across. But you know, one of the biggest ones that hit us off, you know, in the evolution kind of concept of what we're talking about here with O Line is, uh, you know, that we connected on this level because you had coaches. Yeah. You know that influenced your life. Yeah. That's how it was for me. These coaches that I had were bigger than football. Yeah. They influenced my life to that degree. Right. Right? You, you learned football, you got better at your craft, all that. You became a dominant player in the league and, and, and a force. Uh, but what they did for you mentally and, you know, just that, sure. that connection was different. That was special. And that was going to be me in Philly because right. <laughs> our guy, right, yeah. Juan. Juan, I shout mean, out to Juan, yeah, man. Big Juan Castillo, he's out there. Uh, he's in Washington, I think. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's tight in D.C. Coach tight end coach for D.C. right now. Yeah. And, uh, Been in the league for forever, yeah, like for a yeah. long, he's long with one time. He's one of my other coaches, John Matsko, out there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you said Matsko yeah, was there. He's Mats- O-line coach. Yeah, he's O-line so coach there. Yeah, like, so they got a lot of a lot of great coaching. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Up front, but that's yeah. what it was. You know, I think it's the evolution of coaching. You know what I mean? And what has happened to the league now is an evolution of coaching. You yeah, see for it sure. from every perspective. Yeah. It's you know from every position. The evolution of coaching is what dictates wins and losses. Yeah. Right, we we had a uh, we had a way of working it out back yeah. then. You know, you yeah. could do it by force. Right. <laughs> they could run you to death. Yeah. You know, and uh, you could answer you know these issues and all these other things in locker rooms like that because yeah. you could get it on right. right. And nobody's yeah. getting suspended. Nobodyody's getting arrested. Nobody's, nobody's doing. Nobody's sue doing this. You. Right. Nobody's exactly. recording. You're not going to end up on a Snapchat. Yeah. Whatever. Right. This yeah. is. This was, uh, you know, the, I think, true family atmosphere of football. Now it is just a business, you know. So, you know, even that's what you have to do. I think you have to evolve your perspective on the game to now. It is a business, all right? And so, you know, give these kids and give these, uh, you know, guys out here trying to play this position, you know, the the old school knowledge. But, you know, that knowledge, I think, is – priceless to to where now you we can give that opportunity these guys to tap into um you know the mistakes that we made right right? and it was it was it was not football man it was it was combat yeah it was all of these things that 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 get up here in your head that that develop this mindset where you're going no matter what yeah you know that's what it was and i feel like that's the biggest thing like i said just not just the knowledge but that mindset of playing the position I would say the, the technique and evolution has changed of playing the game, but still having that old school mindset of, you know, dominating every play, being physical, and just having that, that mindset of dominance at the line of scrimmage. I still feel like that's something that shouldn't change for offensive line play. Obviously, the techniques are going to be, you know, the evolution of the technique of the game, but having the mindset of I'm going to go out here, I'm going to kick ass, I'm going to dominate every play, every snap. We're going to win the line of scrimmage. That's, usually, you know, there's very few teams that have been successful in the NFL that didn't have a good offensive line. Yeah, I don't I mean, think there's one. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of any yeah. that's been. Yeah, that's one. I mean, whether it's overtime or just for that year. Hey, you, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, even. Yeah. You got you got the, the quarterback who they're just basically said, yeah, you're the guy who's going to keep our defense on the field the most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Trent, don't mean to do that to you. Uh, <laughs> go Bulldogs, <Yeah>, whatever. <laughs> Give you the dog snap later. But, you know, they, they had an offensive line. They had J.O. Yeah. They had these cats. Yeah. Their whole line was massive. Yeah. And they protected him enough for the coaches to throw the ball just enough mm-hmm. to keep that defense on the field, mm-hmm. right? And 
and they kept yeah. kept kept that's a stable. Who was going to win the football? Right. Kept a stable, but it was still an stable of running line. backs. Yeah, you couldn't have done it with a sieve of an offensive line yeah. and a better quarterback. Yeah. You couldn't have done it. Mm-mm. You had to do that and say, all right, this is the guy for the job. Let's put the biggest wall we can in front of him, so that we can give him the safest opportunity to not turn the ball over to them, yeah. and then we'll get out of here in third, fourth down and punt it away and hopefully gain yeah. some field. <laughs> get game, it back to Ray game, Lewis and right. all these guys. The game is still a point yeah. up front. Even yeah. like watching the games now, like people that – anybody that ever watches the game with me, um, you know, I'll, I'll watch – you know, every play I'm watching the guys up front, like it's um, you can majority of the time you can tell how the play is going to go by what happens up front. And so, you know, people, some of my friends and my buddies don't like watching with the game with me because I'm, you know, I'm always kind of analyzing watching up front and kind of calling out what, you know, what's going to happen as I see it before it happens. And they're always just kind of <laughs> like, well, how did you know that? And this was like, if, you, right. if you've watched enough film, which obviously you both have playing a career and you understand the game. You know, understanding, and everybody because everybody talks about Tony Romo and how great of a commentator he is, but he's a former quarterback. Right. As a court, if you can't do that as a quarterback, I mean, that's. I don't think there's not many other quarterbacks that have been successful in the league and played that long that couldn't do the same thing. Yeah. You watch enough film, you understand down distance and formation. Well, you played with one, Philip Rivers. Right. Phil, same way. Computer. Yeah. All these guys with these computers, with these the computers yeah. in their minds, man. Like it's it's a whole. I don't think he gets enough credit for being as smart as he is, but. You've got so many of those guys that, you know, understand if you understand the game and watch what's happening up front. I mean, I know for me, from an offensive line perspective, I watched offensive line every play. And it's just, you know, just coming from playing a position and watching enough film. I feel like that's one thing, too, that I'm definitely going to harp on our guy, our combine guys, even my high school guys, man. Watch, Learn how to watch film. Watching film is a big part of the game, but knowing how to watch film is a big thing that I want to make sure we make a big part of our program, but guys understand. You're not just sitting there just clicking, watching the game back and forth. Like, what do you – be specific, specific, sorry, with your film watch. That's one thing I did learn from uh, my college coach, Coach Nall in college, and then further even more with Juan – I'm getting to the league. It's watching film on – not just your opponent, but watching film on yourself as well. That's a big thing that I don't – I don't know if this generation takes it as serious um, as we used to, but film watch is a huge, huge deal. It makes a difference. I guarantee you, you ask any of these top offensive linemen playing in the league now how much film they watch. You know, Trent Williams, uh, Zach Martins, Quentin Nelsons, all these guys, these top linemen. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you they live in the film room. Um, I, I played with one. So Jason Kelsey um, in Philly, I think it's like year 13 or 14 with him. I remember when he got to the league, we drafted him. I was still there. You know, like six threes, like two seventy five, two eighty. Yeah. It's like this. What is you know how you know he's not you know especially at that time you know those bigger guys still playing. It's like you know how yeah. is he gonna make it? But then you see him get on the field. He's he's so athletic. He's so quick. He's smart. Very 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 intelligent. That was one of the first things you saw with him coming in was how smart he is. Yeah. And he's way way stronger than you. Like he's phenomenally strong. Yeah. Like especially to be under, a quarter well, under center, guy. you know, you got to watch right. that film as a center, man. Yeah. I, as a tackle for me, it was a whole nother perspective. It's right. like that's my guy. Okay, right. got it. Bye. <laughs> yeah. All right. I need. Mean, I've watched yeah. this dude. I yeah. pay attention. I'm yeah. watching all the games. Yeah. I know this dude right here. I know yeah. what Michael Strahan's about to do. Yeah. <laughs> being, being on that island, man. Like, and that's the thing yeah. in tackles. Like you, you know, you've gotten nine times out of ten. It's a good place, right? If you're a left tackle, yeah. you've got that guy. If you're that's a right, right tackle, you've yeah. got him. And um, I know from my perspective for a, a lot of my career you know that you know sliding away leaving you one-on-one yeah. um it's like I said it gets it gets lonely out there I love, I, yeah and I love to watch film but you know uh, to a degree and then right. it's like for me uh it 
there's guys like, you know, centers. They need to watch yeah. that. They, right. they need to understand all these linebackers. And, you know, tackles too, for yeah. sure. You got to, you know, don't discount the film work. Believe me. I just relied on my, that, that killer, right? Because right. you knew the game. I knew the game. Right. I got this guy. That's right. my guy. Right. That's the dude I got to stop all day long. Right. Is when my guard says something to me or my center says something to me, then I'm going to change that, okay? Right. But right now, that's the guy who's going to sack the quarterback or tackle the running back or anything, right? right. Rarely are you going to just keep running up the middle, right? right? Your defensive end is going to be that guy, yeah. right, who's going to be that star. So I took that pride, you know, and just saying, okay, that's done. I, ne I need to go to the weight room now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to go out and hit the sled. Right. Right. I need to go out and run more Work reps. technique. Yeah. yeah, I need to go yeah. do more one-on-ones, yeah. you know, I like – Okay, I get it. I know X's and O's. There's going to be four guys. There's going to be three guys. There's going to be safeties and corners. I get it. It's called football. These coaches, man, sometimes are crazy. Like you'd be, yeah. si I mean, I'd be sitting in these meetings and it's like, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing this? Like, guys are just meeting to meet. Yeah. You're just sitting there watching film and you're like at camp and you're just like. <sighs> Oh man, well for, uh, me, like, for dude, me, I need to rest. I need to recover because <laughs> I need to go out there tomorrow. Because when you say get up to the line and get set, and I right. gotta go, I need to be able to fuck this guy up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing for me, so I ran the West Coast offense from 2004 through the rest of my career in football. So we got Al Borges in Auburn. He ran the West Coast, and then so he ran it for those four years in college. And then when I got to Philly with Andy, it was West Coast. And then when I got to San Diego. Um, with Ken Wisenhunt, it was the same thing. So meetings, yeah. for me, meetings got old really, really, yeah. really, really That's really a cool. lot of film. I mean, but running the Walk same. Walkthroughs, Yeah, film. but then, and then being Ugh. in the same system, the same offense, yeah. it's like. I know. You know, it's only so many different ways you can run. And it's so hard zone. as a player because you're sitting yeah. there, you're going, I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, and then, cause it's it, a four three. <laughs> it's a three four. It's an over. It's an under. Got it, dude. I Especially got it. Especially when you play as long as we do. I'm gonna have a slip block here yeah. or a deuce block <laughs> or I'm gonna be on an island there. Yeah. Okay, I got it. There's yeah. the Mike linebacker at fifty three. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I'm yeah. now working. It's an outside. You know what I mean? It's like, really, bro? You know? It gets, so funny, it man. Gets, um, it gets kind of unnecessary, especially when you play as long as we did. Yeah. Um, but really, like I said, you got to think about the – It know, helps. With, with, it us, with us playing <laughs> as long as we did, the overturn of the guys that don't really kind of – you know, it's always guys that are changing yeah. out and coming in and new yeah. guys and the it's, changeover. It's all so that quarterback at the end of the day, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my experience of playing the game, that quarterback position is the most key position For that sure. you could possibly – find on your team is going to dictate whether you win or lose yeah. and again going back to the perspective of baltimore ravens right even on the side of saying no we don't want a good quarterback okay we want a good quarterback just good enough right. quarterback right sorry Trent. <laughs> but he knows he got a super bowl ring out right. of that because they said okay look we don't need this if you would have put a guy in there that was just that much better than him that could have made certain throws or whatever and kept that defense off the field long enough or, or longer, right. you don't win. You don't go to Super Bowl. Right. That's, that was the equation. That was the brilliance, in my opinion, of uh, who's the GM there? Oh, Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie Newsom, yeah. ex-player. Yeah. Ozzie Newsom, you know, the genius of Ozzie yeah. was realizing that position, the quarterback position, was the key. Yeah. If you can lock in this guy that you know you're going to win deep in the playoffs yeah. with, go potentially to a Super Bowl with because of the rest of the team around him, yep. 
that's a guy. Right. And I like I said, that, and that he, team that team was based off defense though. That defense, yeah, right. like, he, and they scored. The they, de- they scored. That defense scored points too. That defense was that exactly. good. That yeah. and that's just and then Trent. And the good thing is more than Trent, the offense. Trent knew that too, and that's the thing. Because exactly. like, some quarterbacks get put in that situation, they don't understand and know that and try to do too much. Trent understood what you know. He understood his job, what 100%. he was there to do, and that's why it worked out for them because he understood it. He knew he don't, you know, he didn't have to do this, this, and that. Let the defense take over, yeah. and that's why it worked. That marriage worked so well for them because you know he understood that you have to make sure you know the quarterback has to understand his job too. Yeah, and he did. He didn't go in there trying to do, but the coach too much. The coach yeah. has to know. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, it's he like knew. the Titans here, the, the Tennessee. I mean, you've got you've got this guy, right? Yeah. What's his name? The quarterback here? Oh, Tannehill. Tannehill, sorry. I'm going over quarterback names. I'm like, <laughs> Danny Warfel, Bobby Bowe, Jimmy, no. Billy, Billy Joe Holberg. But Danny Warfel, like, what's going on? Those are guys you play Yeah, with. I know. I'm like, they're That's all in my mind because I was thinking of that, right? So you, you've got Tannehill here. This guy is one of the most – one of the best deep ball throwers I've ever seen. Yeah. This cat can throw a dime in the yeah. end zone from 60, 70 yards. Like, Anybody, dude, anybody I've ever seen. And they lose the game when they make him throw short throws. Yeah. They lost the playoff game. Yeah. I was at that three. with the Bengals. They lost three in a row. With the Bengals. I'm watching this unfold. I'm yeah. like, why are you making him throw these right. short throws? He's right. not he's good at it. Right. He's a deep ball guy. You could kill it on every deep especially, route with this cat. Especially with Derrick Henry. You run the play action, send the guy on a deep route. Exactly. Yeah. That's the coaching. These yeah. guys don't know what they got, and then go up. They go and they say, now, especially, it's our quarterback. It's our guy. We've paid a million dollars for him. You know, he's got to win. We're going to stick with him, yeah. right? And then they blame him when right. the coaches don't realize the strength of the team is right. not him. Mm-hmm. The strength of the team with him is the deep ball, right. Right. period. Right. Don't and make him throw short throws. And you've Never got, again. And you, can, and you can use that with Quick play, outs, with, that's it. With Maybe. play action with Derrick Henry. Yeah, and that's one thing too with coaching is knowing the one thing too with coaching is putting your players, putting your best players in the best position to do what they do best. And the team. And to to help the team be successful. That's the biggest, that's the, I feel like that's the hardest thing that coaches, that you have to do as a coach. But the good ones do it. You put, um, like you said, with, with Andy in Kansas City with Mahomes. Like you said, he's always putting yeah. him in position to do what he does best. Yeah. He did that but, with Donovan. Right. He did it with Donovan. Andy Reid's good at that. Yeah. Andy Reid's great at yeah. that. You got to have these coaches. The good coaches do, like, you even look at Belichick in, yeah. in New England. He always tries to put his guys in best position. Um, do you to, think that was maybe the problem in San Diego? Too many coaches flipping over? And, and Rivers not being able uh, to get to a guy and have a guy say, look, just stop getting to this point with you being you and get over it and and, and furthermore take it away from him. Nobody yeah. ever took it away from him. They just allowed him to be basically the coach at the end of the deal. Yeah, but he's a, he's one of those guys. Philip is um and the thing I hate I the thing I hate well obviously Philip he's great. He's to me Hall of Fame oh, quarterback. Phenomenal quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback. He's yeah. top ten in yards and yeah. touch passing yards and passing touchdowns. Um and the thing with him is like I said, he did have a lot of coaching changeover um, and, 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 you know, coordinators and head coaches and a bunch of different offenses. But he was that good that you – he's one of those guys you, you can hand the offense over to. I think the biggest thing with Phillip, man, I don't, he just – the first thing is, you know, the two guys he got drafted with, they both have two Super Bowl rings, Eli and Ben. They both got two. Ben did two or yeah. three and got two. Oh, yeah. So – and Phillip's never been the one thing. The furthest he got was the AFC Championship game that year. Um, yeah. And I think LT, somebody got hurt. 
And I think that was the biggest thing for him was the key guys he had around him just couldn't stay healthy enough at the right time. Even he got the one year they went like 14 2 or something, and he tore his yeah. He had to play hurt. And then, like, the next year, I think LT got hurt. And then I think Gates or somebody else got hurt. So yeah. it's like, it's the timing of the in, You know, injuries happen. Injuries aren't an excuse. I'm not, I'm not making injuries aren't excuses, but for him. Yeah, in the NFL, I mean, you, they, you gotta, injuries happen. You're losing a LaDainian Thomason right. or Antonio Gates. Right. <laughs> but a, you're losing a player like that. Yeah, and so, yeah, and I think with, with Phillip, man, he yeah. just. Like I said, I love Phillip playing with him for four years. Great dude. Um, great, even better person than his quarterback. Um, like I said, man, he That's just couldn't – he just – you know, just his – every quarterback makes mistakes. And I think sometimes his kind of came at the wrong, at the most – at the least opportune time. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you have a quarterback like that, you obviously, you know, can make every throw on the field. You're going to think you can make every throw and make every sure. throw. And sometimes that can – um, you know, by, as a quarterback, he can bite you in the ass. It happens, to, it happens to all quarterbacks. That's the nature of yeah. playing quarterback. Yeah, totally. Especially with being, um, you know, a gunslinger like that. Because people, you look at Brett Favre, Brett Favre has almost as many interceptions as he does touchdowns. So it's like the mindset of a quarterback, you, you have to be that, oh, I can make every throw. Yeah. That's the mindset yeah. you have to have. Well, I, you have to. But yeah. you got to have a guy on the sideline kind of really, that knows really. how, to, how to work you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just don't think Phillip ever had that. You know, he never had a Sean Payton. Right. Sitting there right. going, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, can you imagine if maybe when a coach would have told Philip to shut up? No way. No, no. they been fighting. Would, yeah, <laughs> he's he's a, um, but that and that's the thing. Like that's the competitor in him. He wants to his. But Sean Payton, he may have. You know what I mean? Right. A coaches, certain coaches know how to get to guys that back and forth. And I just yeah. don't think he ever had any good. Yeah, the one that he could. The, right, the one that they could sit there and actually yeah. have that genuine yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, and that, that quarterback whisperer type coach. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I had. Yeah. A, I mean, some of my old coaches at certain other times in my career when I didn't have them because right. I know those coaches could have saved me. Right. You know what I mean? Get, getting the most out of you at the right time. Yeah, and just um, know know you. You know what yeah. I mean? And care about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of need that. You need that perspective, you know, as you go and all these things. It's that whole family thing, you know. we yeah. got to bring this back around. We had football. We talked some great football. Now we're into family here. You know, this whole segue into this. you got to have a family unit, man. It's yeah. got to take care of you. You know, you got to be able to have people that call you out. Yeah. That say, hey, man, you're slipping. Or something's wrong with you. I feel you need to. I mean, it was a Hall of Fame player that took me home one day and said, Kyle, you're not sleeping. You're not eating. You're mm -hmm. losing weight. Things are going bad for you, yeah. it seems. I noticed because I'm your brother and right. I'm here to help you. And, you know, he gives me a joint. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I can't do this. And he's like, no, you can. You already took the drug test. Yeah. It's done. It's once a year, that right? annual. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wow. Best night's sleep that night. All, the whole rest of the season was some of the craziest things going on in my life that this helps me through. And then my brothers all knowing things that are going on, right. so got this community around me. Yeah, man. That, lock, you know? that family atmosphere in the yeah. locker room, that's where it all starts. Like you yeah. said, it's, not, it's very, very few teams that are successful that don't have that family atmosphere in the locker room, that camaraderie, like you said, man. It's, it's, it brings the best out in you. Yeah. You know what that, I mean? That accountability, that family. Yeah. You don't want to – you get to the point to where it's like, all right, I got to do my job because – the rest Thank of these God. guys, you know, I want to, I want to be the best player person I can be for the guys around me. It's not just for myself. Like I don't want to let my teammates down, and you know, I, I don't want to let, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to get Phillip hit as a quarterback or get the running back tackle. And that's just yeah. like that camaraderie, and especially for offensive line. Yeah. The offensive. If you think about this, um, this is for everybody. Not just this is one thing you think about. The biggest group of the biggest people on the on the field for any sport are offensive line. Yeah. There's no other sport where you have five guys that have to work together as one unit that are generally the biggest guys on the entire field or court 
or floor or whatever, there's no other sport that does that. No. You have to have five guys working together as one. Yeah. And to for for the betterment to do the dirty work for the betterment of everybody else. So yeah. if you don't have that family connection, accountability, brotherhood, I mean the team might not have it, but you have to have it in that offensive line run. That's one thing yeah. that I learned over the years, like you said, talking about family, like you have to have that it's gotta be a family unit type atmosphere in that O line room for sure. That's where it starts. Because of the you know, the being that, that group of five, being the biggest guys on the field, having to work together, um, that whole five is one thing. I, it's true, man. I mean, the teams I was on, uh, you know, the the tightness of the unit, yeah. the results were on the field. Yeah. You know, I mean, in New Orleans, we struggled initially under Dicka because offensive coordinators and quarterbacks, you know, yeah, this Rolodex yeah. was crazy. Played with so many quarterbacks, it was insane. You know, but as a unit, as an offensive line, we came together that we became the team and where we were not losing so bad. (laughs) And people knew that our offense was good because we had a great offensive line and we just had to figure out these other positions here. Yeah, and you're right. There's no other position on the field. That's what I love about offensive line and then why it really, you know, spoke to me because I was a defensive end, had the opportunity to say, nah, I don't want to do this and go down the path and make it to the NFL as a defensive end. I could have totally done that. Maybe gotten big enough or whatever is bigger than I am now and be a D-tackle. I don't know. But that was the path I was on. And then this switch happened where they're like, your technique, everything about you looks like you could be an awesome offensive lineman. And it wasn't until I had this moment of a coach that was really just this transcending guy that could be that powerful enough to switch that in me to say at the end of the meeting when they fired Al Luganville at San Diego State now Ted Tolner takes over I'm standing out there last guy in the quad going where do I go do I go D-line do I go O-line and I was like I need to go learn from this man this guy because this what he said about this position and what his job was to teach us had nothing to do with football I was like this is incredible and I was like, it was just this family thing that really drew to me, man. Yeah. It was always that, you know. And I wish, you know, playing with all these quarterbacks, all these guys, these skill position guys, you know, that we could have, you know, all come together skill, in that. Skill they, position. They, they just, they, it's unfortunate, man, because they really don't get it. You know, we, we yeah. have a, a unique brotherhood out here that is, you know, bigger than these guys when you watch them and they're just like all ego, 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 yeah. you know. Yeah, this is, that's skill position thing. Can we yeah. sidetrack into that for a minute? I know we don't <laughs> usually do that, but Let's I've got go. that, that skill position thing bothers me yeah like just because we're bigger than offensive line just because we're bigger fatter quote unquote, whatever than everybody else doesn't mean it takes more skill to play offensive line than any of those other skill positions that's always bothered me the fact that they call you know a wide receiver and running back quarterback whatever all these other positions skill positions like it doesn't like it didn't take any technique and skill to play up front like that's always kind of that hasn't set well with me even to this day it's still kind of um, that's why I try to get – I stay away from saying skill position because it, it takes just as much, if not more, technique and skill to play offensive line than it does to play any other position. Oh, way more skill. Yeah, like yeah. even D-line. Like you could be less technically <laughs> sound and skillfully sound on yeah. D-line and still be successful. Offensive line, you it takes skill. Uh, it's not just about ability. Like it takes skill and technique to be successful. And that's just – you they, know, they couldn't play it. That's the way I gauge it. Could they play? Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Like, even the D-lines. Like, if you switched up the D-line and O-line day, 
Yeah. Like sometimes people would do that. I and never we, had that. We would, we would, we would. I talked to the defensive line. We would, yeah, we did one on ones like that one day, and we reversed. Yeah, just, just to kind of show them. them. It lasted like three reps, and they were like, "No, no, no, we're <laughs> like, like, no, nah, nah, we're good." Nah. Yeah, like yeah, now, they now can't it's like, do it. but that yeah. honestly, that helped them understand and see. But yeah, like you said, yeah, people talk. Oh, you guys are just big, fat, slow, and dumb. It's like, listen, on any some, po- some lots, you know, not as many as it used to. No, but I guarantee you, there's more. On any given football, professional football field, some of the smartest players on that offensive field outside of the quarterback are up front that offensive line. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. Some, not yeah, all, no, no. some. But, <laughs> no, that's a guarantee. Yeah. That, uh, that, that all of them. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't get away with not having to hand in your test. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah the, <laughs> you know? the and, test. and there's guys yeah. that at these skill positions that I guarantee you, oh, they sure. don't hand in a test. Oh, for sure. They don't hand one in. Mm. They're not going to bench you know, uh, whoever the heck it is right. at that wide receiver position yeah. that was supposed to start. Right. <laughs> right. Not going to happen. Right. You know, you don't hand in your test at O-line and have everything done right. Perfect. And yeah. have every guy's position yeah. go into the right block. This and it, you're going to hear it. Your yeah. coach is going to destroy you. going to be up your ass, yeah. You're going to have, oh, man, it's going to be a bad day for you, man. That's what's – Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to sidetrack too far off of that, but you, that's skill. Nah, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. That's skill. It's a, it's um, a, it's a, uh, uh, you know, a, a double-sided term there, you know, because these guys are all natural talent. There's no yeah. skill. Yeah. A skill is something that you learn and craft and work at. That's a skill. Mm-hmm. You and you're skilled at being able to know the difference. And I guess they work that out and they know, mm-hmm. but that's a natural That's talent. a natural, right. That's a nat- you know? They're doing natural, more natural movements. There's nothing natural about playing offensive line. You're yeah. moving... You're moving backwards against gravity while somebody else is moving forward. And that guy, you have to stop him from running around you, like outside, inside, and possibly running over you, yeah. all while moving backwards and having to stay in front of him and block him. Um, like, you, like literally, the offensive line is the antithesis of gravity and natural. It's the most unnatural position. Another thing, it's the most unnatural position in sports. That's why, like I said, I keep going back to that. But it's skill play. that skill player thing, it's like it takes more skill to be a, play an offensive lineman at the highest level, to get to the highest level than any other position in any sport. Yeah. It's the most unnatural position in sports. Look it up. I promise you. Every other sport you do, <laughs> everything truth, is, is more natural. It truly is. I mean, the technique and the detail that goes into playing the offensive line position, it's funny because it does change guys. I've seen receivers yeah. come work with us and go – and learn how to do hand fighting stuff yeah. that make them a better receiver. Yeah. I've seen linebackers, everybody ask, you know, how did you do that? What was that move you mm-hmm. did? You know, because that, that hand-to-can combat is what football is. Yeah. The game's evolved, like we talked about. It is something that is gonna continue to evolve, right? Yeah, you got sure. these bubbles around guys now. You can't touch them, you can't do this, that, <laughs> the other, you can't do certain things. I mean, they, they just had a crack back block, but it really wasn't, you know. Yeah, the uh what was that, the Patriots? Yeah, the was, Bears. So, you know, they, they kicked that guy out of the game. I know. That's crazy. And that was so incidental. It was – I was it wasn't. It was a great block. I know. A great block. He got block. his head – he didn't hit him in the back. Got his but head across the front. Incidental. He didn't hit him in You're the right head. There, boom. He didn't hit him in the head. I he know. literally put his shoulder on his shoulder. I know. And he got kicked – he got kicked out. He got kicked out of the and game. And he's going to get fined probably fifty to $100,000. Well, he's going to lose his game check, right? Yeah, Don't maybe. you lose a game I check for getting kicked out of the game? Is, I don't know how deep it is now. What no. do you think about that? He's, pro- he's probably not – it was a backup D-tackle, so he's probably not the highest paid guy yeah. on the team. I lost 25000 <laughs> And he's like – you know, for doing something – for making a great – like making a great I know. play. It was a great block. 
It was You're a right. great block. It was totally legal. He was across the body. It didn't hit him in the head. Hit him on just, the shoulder. It was a, a considered. And it was and it was at the uh, you know the ball. At it the, was a bang bang. Yeah, it was and, a bang bang. And it bang. was by the ball, close yeah. enough. The rule is supposed to to be instituted because Meyer Warren yeah, Sapp yeah, yeah, behind turns, way behind the ball. It turns yeah. around and hits Chad Clifton yeah. and decletes him in the middle of nowhere. The, the ball is way yeah. far away, and right. you know. But that was the game back then. Right. You had to keep your head on a swivel. Got to man. I mean, I have I've had people say they they've had meetings. About about me the db room used to have meetings about me <laughs> yeah. in atlanta they told me that man yeah. they're like kt but i've run into some of these cats like we had meetings specifically about yeah, you because the coach wanted to make sure that we overly understood and knew that if we were standing around that we I'll were getting up. lit yeah i'm i'm that's what i'm sorry that's the game like, but, that's, how, but cool. that's what it was sorry, yeah, playing playing <laughs> playing through the whistle yeah. That's what that's what it was. Like say you and then Big John, you know, Big Runyon, they would be yeah. the same. But if you're if you're standing around the pile, man, you better keep yeah. I always would say, you know, look both ways before you cross the street. And so yeah. like I say if you're on the football field, you always gotta be aware. Um but like I said, that's just the mindset of having that um, you know, just finishing and playing like that, yeah. that, that physicality. So you have to, um, man. Well, Chad Clifton lost, you know, he dislocated both hips and all this. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that. Away from the play, it was clearly away from the play. Um and I agree with that rule change. Yeah. Um, so there's some things that are good for the game. That's it. Then making that to be this moment that's right by the ball now, eh, that's not the way. You know, you, you can't just let somebody make a tackle because that's what would have happened. The yeah. other guy would have tackled the guy, and yeah. he lit him up. That's it. Pure and I hate, I hate it. Like, that's I'm, crazy. As an offensive lineman, I still hate it for these defensive linemen now because, like I said, because you do all this. I know what it takes to, to beat an offensive lineman and get around a guy. Yeah. Now you got to do all this thinking of where can I hit the quarterback? Can't hit him low. Can't hit him high. Can't hit him too hard. Can't grab him and throw him to the ground now. It's like what what more do they want these guys to do yeah. when they get there? So it's like it's it's like I said, the evolution of the game is understandable. But it's a football is a contact sport. I feel like they're trying to take away some of the – like. I understand you want to make the game safer, but there's still a point in the game. Even the quarterback, every like contact is going to happen. You're going to get hit. Yeah, you football. play football, right? Like contact that. is the name of the game. Boom. So I'm all for making the game safer, but I feel like they're it's it's. They need to what, have people what that understand trying, the game. Right. If I'm sitting on the couch and you're sitting on the couch and you can see it on your TV, right. And they've got a bajillion cameras behind the scenes that they can go. Rewind right. and get close up and do all this and that gun and to know and if I know it and you know it they should know it. Yeah, they're just playing politics, man. That's it's, how it it's is. The way they're going about it, yeah. it, it could you be know? could be better That's done. That's what they do, man. They they want to hang on to this stuff yeah. where they blame the players right. for the game. They, and now, you know, and now, you know, now that's my opinion. And now they're finding guys, you yeah. know, before. They're, so they're even when them. you play, yeah. when you played, and even like towards the beginning of my career, is you didn't find you didn't get fined unless you got flagged. I don't know if you know that, but if you didn't get fined unless there was a flag thrown, like when you got a flag, that's when you got fined. They changed that rule to where they started finding guys without getting the flag. They could find you um, basically whenever they wanted to. Well, they would find us. They would find us. I remember all the time. I'd get letters in the mail. Oh, without, the, getting, without getting flagged? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Well, I didn't maybe, know. You know, maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm I wrong. didn't think – I don't think it was like that because I know <laughs> you might be the right majority of mine I, when I, I got – I'm thinking of this one in, in Chicago. I totally late, you know, clipped this cat and uh, – I don't think I, I wanted to say I didn't get a penalty, but I think I did, and the ball came back. Yeah, like, so yeah, you get fired. I, I know, I know from mine, most of mine early on. I would get random I, fines though. It would be like what? Yeah, yeah, that FedEx coming to you, coming to your locker room yeah, Tuesday. Crazy. Um, but now they said now they're 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 finding guys now for hitting. Always trying to take our money for hitting too hard. 
that's the one it's that, crazy, that's man. what I feel like is happening. Um, but like I said, I feel feel sorry for the guy in Chicago, man. It was a great uh, his interception. He made yeah, a great block. Inc- you know, the, the, guy he, the guy he hit got hurt. You know, the, the center, the uh, Andrews guy got hurt. You know, injuries are part of the game. He yeah, got hit. But he's exactly. got to have his head on a swivel. I said, when it's, as an offensive lineman. You're going to the ball. Whenever Someone's inter- going to hit you. Whenever interception is thrown, my spider senses kick on. Bro. If it's not one where I got to take off and run and go get him, Dude. I look both ways. Like, I, you throw a pick, I look side to side first because it's a DB yeah. or a linebacker, somebody, especially as big as we are. Yeah. They're looking for us. Anybody, they're making they're making a beeline to 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 to, to oh, yeah. ear hole you, especially blind side. Yeah, right. I, mean, I played when there was there right. was real hate. Yeah, there was real hate. No, yeah, they, <laughs> you would be you would be the first one they're looking for. I remember we're up, we're up in San Francisco. We're at the old the old park, right by the water. Yeah, candlestick. Candlestick, and I'm, there's an interception deep down the field. Right, I'm beelining. <sighs> I'm like, oh, he doesn't even see me. You know, he's looking over somewhere else. I'm going, oh, I'm going to destroy this dude. And I'm going to get the ball because I was good at that, yeah. getting the ball, get the ball out. out. Right. And so I was just trucking. Whoa, this guy's dead. And then all of a sudden this shadow out of the corner of my mm-hmm. eye, the peripheral, just starts to appear. Darker and darker and darker um, and closer boom. and closer. And I'm like going, oh, shit. <laughs> boom. And it was uh, uh, Junior Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, yeah. This dude lights me up so the whole The bad. whole time you were lining up Bro, him, he was, he was lining you up. Pin me, just yeah. boom. Mm-hmm. I'm a helicopter, full yeah. helicopter, yeah, like John Elway. <laughs> John Elway, full helicopter in the, in the middle of the field. Boom, land him. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. The guy was about to score. I got up so fast and ran after him because I was so embarrassed. I'm yeah. like thinking in my mind, oh no, yeah. film tomorrow, right, film right, tomorrow, right. film tomorrow. They're going to give me so much the shit. First thing. They're going to give me so much <laughs> shit, damn it. I'm like, no, no, no. And I'm dodging dudes and I'm like, he's still running. He's making it. He's almost to the end. So I'm like, ah, ah, ah. and I caught him, fucking tackled him. him. I tackled yeah. this motherfucker 60 yards down the field from yeah. where I got helicoptered by Junior Bryant yeah, down the corner, ear hold, bro. Because you like, you said that film the that's going to be the first thing that yeah. the first play up but as soon as you walk in meeting room that's <laughs> going to be already queued up and, but then guess what be all the up. coaches go but but guys and everybody's laughing and I'm yeah. going alright alright and then the coach goes but guys let me show you what it is oh, the all about yeah play the tape and <laughs> yeah. then you see me get up and I'm just like ah, ah. gotta get him <laughs> gotta get him it happens <laughs> so man funny. listen they're, they're lining you up yeah. he would have scored and yeah, I man. think we held him to a field goal or something. And I think we won I've made that it, game. I've made a few. Yeah. I've made a few tackles in my career, but just like yeah. that, getting the ear hole, man. But that was football. You, yeah. I accepted that. I yeah. didn't think this guy should be fined for that. This that was, was a great. He made a good yeah, block. He ear hole me, man. Yeah. It was a perfect hit. Because I tell you, I tell you one thing. If I had a ch- as an offensive lineman, I get a chance to ear hole somebody on a crackback. I'm taking every. Man. I'm taking it. So well, it's just yeah, it's, it's part of the game. It and is. They're trying to take that physicality away from it, but they're trying to take that money. So. That's, That's what really what's about, take. right? You they're know, finding at the end guys. of the day, yeah. it's all about money. Yeah. They're trying to find guys to take back money. Yeah. They hate that we get that money. It's crazy, you know. This collective bargaining agreement has just gotten done, where the teams uh, apparently are going to have an, a pool of five hundred billion dollars, and the players are only going to receive one billion of that. Yeah, and they're still finding guys and coming up with rules. They can't let go of all this crap. Mm-hmm. They can't just accept the league and how it's been and the inherencies in the sport with injury and just address them. You don't need to find this guy, spend this guy, make an example of this guy. Just like you don't need to put Tua back out on the field right. after everybody in there 
mother seen Saw this what guy happened and what yeah. happened, and yeah. he shouldn't be out there right now. Yeah, Period. At least if so they really crazy. if they really cared about player safety, nah. they'd be doing more it's all about, about, that about money, player safety. Bro. You said it, man. It's all about that. It's like you said, it's a back. it's a business. It's a multi billion dollar business, and. We talked um, about it. You said that they charged you for everything. They charged us for everything. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. We won the first playoff game in team history in New Orleans Saints. There's a plaque sitting, a stack of plaques sitting at the equipment room door uh, on the counter in New Orleans when we come in the locker room the next day with the team photo, first playoff victory team history, stack of plaques. They were charging us for them. They wanted us to pay for those. That's insane. We, I got nothing from that, from the team. Nothing. Zip. I, yeah. I made all pro twice. Got nothing from any team. No wow. award, no bonus, no nothing. I heard there's other You didn't get a pro. You didn't have like an all pro bonus, pro bowl bonus, none of, none of that. No. No. God, they, they They didn't give me nothing, though. Like even in like recognition or anything like that. It was oh, crazy. Bro. What? Yeah. Yeah, it was wild, man. man so that's, know, they want that money, man. They yeah, want that money back. You, you gotta know? think about it. now. All these, all the owners now are billionaires. So you know, you don't become a billionaire about handing money out. Um, well, that's for sure. Like that. So, that's but it's, sure. it's. I get, the, and I understand the business side of it. But there's, it's there's thing, it's things they could do better to help, um, actually help with player safety. They're just. Um, you know, they just like you said, it's just to them. Not. Yeah, <laughs> period. I'm just sitting point blank. Some yeah. they're not because they and they it. could help players with money. You know, we gotta get into that. We could, they could help players with money. They could, you know, give us the opportunity that they give J Lo and uh, uh, you know whoever the else else's uh, ownership of right. the, the Miami Dolphins right yeah. now. You know, they could have active players having the ability to have ownership in teams so yep. that they can have real, actual, positive investments instead of getting set up into this whole world of uh, the stock market no. and uh, failing, you know, economies. We all know football is going to rise. It's going to keep going up. Why couldn't the players, the union, could easily say, hey, we want to negotiate for players to have ownership in teams. Yeah. Al Davis, that's why. Because he owned the team, and they've ever since wanted to take the Raiders back, man. And they're doing everything they can. I'm glad Magic Johnson's coming on board with that, dude. That's yeah. going to resolve that. Keep, yeah, that, yeah, keep man. that a team where I think is very interested in helping players and athletes become owners, become part of this organization. That mm -hmm. That's what it should be about. Because as much stake as they're putting in it physically. They've they lost should, the family. Yeah. They, they, there's no family. They, yeah. they've, that, that's been gone. It's eliminated. You can see it out on the field. They clearly don't care about us and our health. Right. And, you know, then they go off and fine us for these, you know, transactions that take place on a field that are. They, they the do a good job. The they do a good job of yeah. making it look like they do. Yeah. Like to everybody else. Yeah. To, to the yeah. outside world, you know, that looks great. But like yeah. you said, it's. Everybody sees the front. That's what I tell people. Everybody sees the front of the NFL shield. That's why they see the game day. They see Sunday. They see all the production. They don't see what happens Monday through Friday, Monday That's through crazy. Saturday. They don't. You know, they're not. They're not in the facility. Right. Mon you know, Monday, Tuesday, when guys, you guys can't even get out of can't even get out of the fucking bed. Fucking, you know, throwing yourself trying to get to the training room and and but they don't care. You know, ice no, they don't. Nobody cares. You know, and I don't expect them to. You know, yeah. I have never expected sympathy or empathy from anybody. No, right? I'm I'm living my dream. This yeah. is right, but my issues are my issues, so I talk about them. Right. You know what I mean? This Let's just say not fault. knowing. Like I said, they just don't know what yeah. they don't know what all it takes. Because to we're it. arguing about millions of dollars and people are getting you know working still for you know right. ten bucks an hour out here in the world. It's yeah. like crazy. So you know, I get. 
that. But it's still, you know, again, this is supposed to be a family thing, right? right. Football is supposed to be family. They, you know, parade that around. And, you know, it's just lip service at this point. Until that comes back around, man, you know, you're going to have the loss, man. You're going to have guys that we play with that are just going to be a lot. Those family atmospheres and organizations like you had an experience with guys like, you know, Andy Reid. And, yeah. you know, the guys that are, you know, these coaches that really rally everybody around him. Yeah, yeah. That's why guys like it. Special. That's why guys like him are still coaching. I mean, yeah. you know, because they have that, you know, that family atmosphere, and they're they're really good at 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 getting guys to play for him. Like you hear players coach all the time. Yeah. Um, Andy's one of those guys. You got some of these younger up and coming guys, but you got these ten year coaches who are still. I mean, you got Andy, you got Bill Tomlin, um, Harbaugh with the Ravens. These guys yeah. that have been coaching for a long time. There's a reason why they're still. Yeah. You know, in that job and still coaching because of you know, like you said, that that their family atmosphere, they're good at their job, and you there's those are type of coaches they make you want to play for them. Yeah, like it's it's you know the coaches that can get you to like old school way to get you to run through a brick wall for them. Like yeah. even Andy to this day, if Andy if Andy wanted me to run through you know run through a glass wall brick wall for him, King, all right, coach, King, I need you, coach. Let me what time what time <laughs> I need to be there when I be there, coach. I got you. Yeah. Um but he's just one of those you know that's type great, coaches man. that it's. You know, that's why he's, he's successful, you know what I mean? That's why he's still yep. coaching. Um, you know, he's finally getting this dude with getting his Super Bowl ring and getting the more Super Bowls. So, yeah. um, shout out to, to to Big Red, man. Love, like I said, it was a blessing playing for him. It's And it's hard to, to especially now with the training, kind of tying back into training stuff. After playing for such a great coach, you know what good coaching looks like when you're playing for it. So, to kind of see some of these coaches. I know coaching's hard. But see some of these high school, college, even some NFL coaches, man, watching some of these coaching it decisions. It ain't, bro. That's not hard. <laughs> bro, it ain't hard. Bro, you can make it hard if you want. You can make anything hard if you want. You know what I mean? You got to let those things go. You got to be the light, man. Yeah. And those coaches that learn how to do that, yep. it's not hard, you know. It looks pretty easy to him. He's fat as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it don't look hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? He loves the game. Yeah. The, the players he know players. it. He loves yeah. the players. Mm -hmm. He loves the whole deal about it. You know, if you don't bring that atmosphere to work every day, you're not going to win. It's and not going to And it's got to be authentic. You can't, yeah. you can't fake yeah. that. No. Yeah. You can't fake um, – because yeah. the, the players know it. That's one sport I can say football. You can't fake who you are. That's right. Especially as a coach because the players know it. Um, and it's just it's it's hard to get guys to play for you, because the the teams have that your team is gonna as a coach your team is gonna play with the mentality you have. Yeah, they're gonna play with the mindset of the coach. Yeah, and so that's why I said guys like him, those guys are yeah. successful. It's um and the, you know those guys are guys that went through stuff too though. Oh you know, yeah, it hasn't and, always and, been. Andy and, Andy went through some things. You know he lost his son. I was there, man. You were there when it happened. I was there, man. He well, died. Rough, so man. we were in the dorms in Lehigh. Um, he died in a room right below mine where we were sleeping. Wow. Yeah, man. That's that was heavy, bro. that was tough, man. Cause we you wow. Cause it was over. I didn't know they that. found it. Was it. in the dorm. Yeah, it was. A, we were in the dorm up Whoa. in Lehigh. He yeah, was man. there. He was what was there. he doing? As an assistant, just running. Yeah. Around? Well, he was so he was back. He was working out. He started working with the offensive line. He was working in the weight room, and he was working. Started working in the weight room, um, and he was working training with the offensive line. So he was with us in the wow. weight room, meeting rooms outside. So he had got Damn. you know really really close with us. Damn. And you know we, you know we, we didn't know anything. You know we didn't expect yeah. to know anything, man. And then that because I never forget it, man. We woke up. It was like that morning to sirens and you know wow. ambulances and fire truck, and you go outside and see them wow. wheeled out on this thing, man. It was like it's. I had no idea they didn't even cover that. No, nah, because it was that at because it was at camp. camp. Yeah, because it was like overnight. Nobody, you know, this was at the, the door. News you know, wasn't, yeah, the no, news, no the news was everywhere. So the, with, camp. with Lehigh, so wow. at Lehigh, Lehigh, south of Lehigh Valley, up there, we were in the fraternity dorms, 
you know, Lehigh's up in the mountains, right. but where our dorms were, when once everybody got in for curfew or whatever, they, you know, they blocked it off. Nobody get, wow. you know, it's training camp. So the only Damn. time the cameras were there and oh the practice, God. the fields were like a mile and a half up over the hill. So the only cameras were only there. Nobody, there were no cameras, no nothing allowed to get in there. Wow. So that's why a lot of people don't, you know, didn't really see or know about it. But yeah, it did y'all like, go to practice that day? No, we didn't practice that day, but we did practice the next day, man. That's what wow. I said. Big shout out to Andy, man, because him, him, heavy, him, and his wife Tammy, man, um, love them. You know, Coach Reed and his wife, Miss Tammy, their whole family. Um, I've got nothing but love and respect for them, and they handled it, bro. He didn't in front of the team, didn't shed one tear, um, stayed strong. Um, and but you could you could kind of see it was towards the end of the year it was bothering them that that year we struggled that year and you could just kind of see yeah. he would never he would never bring it up in front of us never talk about it because it was all you know it's all ball always business you know because sure. he has, has a job to do right as great as a person he is he is yeah. a head coach so there he does have you know he did have a yeah. job to do and he did his job even while dealing with that and that's why I, that just wow. what gave me the even more utmost respect for him I had no idea that um, happened at training camp that's yeah it was during it was during camp man and we, that morning yeah. and it was. I said, you know, we had a meeting, and he kind of let, you know, and his wife Tammy came up, and they talked. And he's had tough, man. It's just a yeah, tough road, man. It's co- that coaching life, like you said, that's the hard part about it. I think yeah. if you if you make that your life to that degree of, of you know, where it, it it's you're not in the real world, right? You know what I mean? Uh, then things can get get haywire. You yeah. know, you know, you experience it, all the money, yeah. all the things. It's just not the real world. Yeah. You know, and and it's unfortunate that kids like that, you know, they uh, they get sucked into these things because they got sucked in. You know, he did yeah. too. It was by these doctors. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I mean, he got pilled out in the locker room, bro. It was just as easy for him to get Vicodin and uh, all these other drugs and opiates, you know, as it was for us to go grab them. And that's what happened. You know, I've lost some friends, you know, to that. People that I know, these opiate it's addictions. An, it's it's addiction, bro. It it's is. Crazy. It is. Like and now you look get... at his son. Now, I mean, it went from yeah, that to alcohol. He's getting, yeah. Yeah, and now it's he's got to do. It's still just a horrible cycle, you know. Yeah, he's he's got to do three, three years, years for that that crazy. DUI he, thing. That yeah, I will not, will not, because I've I've known him too. I, I was shocked, like when that happened. Yeah, I was like, I was shocked. Like I've known, like I said, known all three of the boys for, like I said, met them. Um, yeah, you've known them for them. for years. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I met, wow. got, got drafted up there. Like I said, and I was so the year of my draft, uh, 2008. You know, Deshaun Jackson was our first pick. I was the last pick. So I'm going to, you know, I'm a seventh round pick. You know, I'm like 10 picks away from Mr. Irrelevant. So I'm walking in with the mindset, you know, I got to right. get, you know, I'm yeah. I'm the last man on the roster in my mind. Right. Not these free agent guys. So I'm walking in the mindset of just, you know, shutting up and just working. Learn as much as I can. Yeah. Keep my mouth shut. Put my head down. Just grind, 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 grind. And that's the kind of mentality I went in with. And, you know, Coach Reed kind of caught wind of that. And so... You know, he would come pull me aside, talk to me whenever I would get down, and end up meeting his wife, Miss Tammy, um, and then meeting their boys. Like I said, just getting to know them outside of football, because um, you know it's not it's not a lot of head coaches that are that close with some of their players, especially a seventh round draft pick that don't right. get that close. Like he's had so many guys coaching over his career, but to get to know them and him, so like I said, still talk to him all the time. Like talk to Andy, you know, text him, talk to That's him all awesome, the time man. on the phone, off season, wow. um, and so. But just that, that you know, having that job to do as a head coach, man, it's it's like you said, it, it's difficult, it's hard, especially when you put that much time. Because I don't think even players sometimes don't realize how much time as a coach they put in. Yeah. Like when we get, so if you get there, you know, as a player, you get there. Oh, six, they put six, the time 30. in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They and so and it's and it's just and it's, it's just not a, easy. You know, it's, right. a, it's a long day. You know, what I mean, yeah. it's just I know that uh, when I was in college, it wasn't as long. <laughs> right. right. Maybe it was for the coaches, right. I guess, but I don't think so. 
you know. So there is, a, I think, a line to draw on that. You know, this game of football, it's, it's a game, yeah. you know, and I think it loses its perspective. Um, you know, th- th- there's a guy that's going to win for you, you know what I mean? Right. And you, if you don't know, I mean, if I can sit back and say, I don't think Philip Rivers ever going to do it, man. You right. know, or Tony Romo, right. or these other guys. It just—it's not going to happen for them. Yeah. You know, there's just this fit and a team and a whole atmosphere yeah. around it all. It's not necessarily just them. You know, yeah. it, it's just it's something so there much that, that does have something to do with that quarterback position, yeah. though. And you know, he's just, been able. Reed has been one of those guys that's been able to really rally the quarterback. I think yeah. he's been able to be that guy, the gem he's finder. Quarterback, whisper, you know what yeah. I mean, and understand how to work with them and know how to deal with. Because even even with Mahomes, man, yeah. like because you know they drafted him, even still having Alex Smith, and I don't. Right. Alex Smith doesn't get enough credit for being as good as he was because, like you said, he wasn't Ball. the most accurate. Yeah. But he won games. He oh, found yeah. he will find a way to win games. Yeah. And you know he might you know he wasn't he's not going to go out yeah. there and pick you apart like, you know, Tom or somebody like that, but he'll find a way to win you a game. And I don't think he got enough credit for that. And then he had that freak leg injury. But like I said, you get coaches like Andy that do that, yeah. find these gyms, coach them up, get them to play well. Um, like I said, it's that, but that's how, you know, the Hall of future, future Hall of Fame yeah, coach. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens um, with them this year, man. That's a, yeah. It's a tough one. He's going through it again, man. Hopefully he pulls out of that. That'd be a great, yeah, man. man. Just, just praying, prayers. Yeah. shout out to Andy, yeah. uh, Miss Tammy, love you guys. Uh, P's and T's to you guys, man. Um, just, you know, keep pushing through, keep coaching up that's um, right. and living life, man. Well, hey, you know, that ends us, I think, here. We're going to, you know, we just talked about the mind, I think, you mm-hmm. know. You know, we, we talk about football, family, money, mind. We got into all of that, man. Yeah. And I think that really uh, closes it out for us, you know. I mean, I, I, can, I can talk about, you know, some of the things that I think are, are needed in the game, you right. know, especially when it comes to what we talked about, yeah. medicine, yeah. you know, being able to use plant herbs, all these other things. Natural. natural. And things that aren't going to kill anybody, you know, right. that uh, we have an opportunity to do. Yeah, know, let's get, so. let's, let, we can do that. Let's do that on the next episode. I feel yeah, like we're going to totally good, get into all we'll, that, man. We'll get into all that. Well, That'll gonna, be a good we're one. Definitely because we're going, we're going to be going some, out of town yep, soon. And you are, you're, you're coming with me. I'll be there. And um, I'm going to introduce you to this whole, uh, you know, cannabis world out here in uh, Las Vegas. So we're going to, uh, hopefully have some great content for y'all for sure coming back I'm looking with. forward to that trip man I'm looking forward to that one that's going to be yeah, a, a we're good gonna, one we're going to talk cannabis business here real soon yeah. so because uh, personally I know what it's done for me and uh, so many others and I think that it's going to save our game in all these ways we just talked about but you know for us and I think that uh, you know for me personally this three point stance is just something I think I really appreciate being able to have this other perspective and uh, sure, dynamic you know and, and understand Understanding from you know you and and having this brotherhood that we have, mm-hmm. and then talking about all these great relationships that we have with all these teams and experiences yeah. that we've had, yeah, you know, we hope it can help everybody else. For sure, man. Like I said, with between the two of us, man, there's like you said, you know, almost two decades worth of experiences um, of dealing with you know all that stuff, the game of football, life in general. Um, like I said, we met. Um, you know, kind of backstory on how we met um, at a volleyball tournament, man. Both of our daughters playing totally volleyball. Random. Yeah. Um, up in Lexington. Um, you know, he saw I had my char, I had my, char- my charges, my San Diego Some hat. San on. Diego hat. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a big fitted hat guy, so I've got, <laughs> I've got a whole like, um, vacuum sealed Ziploc bag thing full of Philly hats that I bought when I was in Philly. Cause I'm a big fitted hat guy, so I bought a bunch of them in Philly and then did the yep. same thing in I San saw Diego. It. You were standing there, yeah. ten feet tall. <laughs> like, what's this guy? San Diego hat? Right. I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> right, right. What am I doing? I'm you going know. up to this dude. Yep. Yeah. 
And, but he said, got to talking. He let me know who he was. And like I said, obviously, I've known, you know, who you are for a while. I just got to talking, man. And, and that was a couple of years ago. Um, and we kind of kept in contact a little bit, you know, kind of between. That was only like a year ago. It was two years ago now. No. Is was it, it less? Nah. It's not. It's like a, not even a year, man. Was it it's last year? I thought by. it was two. Why did I think last it was two year. years ago? Yeah. Flies by, man. Time flies. Damn, We're going to get into all of it. Man. Yeah. Well, I see. Yeah. It feels like I've known you forever, man. <laughs> Getting to me, you feel like I've known you for longer than I think we have. Two, man, I think but, we have, man. I think yeah. we've known each other for a long time. Right. And I think we've known each other out here in uh, this land for a long time. So we hope you all stick with us as we keep working out and getting through it in a three-point stance. Uh, good, yeah. I'm Kyle Turley, King Dunlap. Appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, appreciate you. Stay tuned. It's only going to get better. Be with us.